This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Lead Without Limits, the podcast that explores how your mind and soul energy, together with your actions and intentions, impact your leadership presence and bring heart and consciousness into your life. Join your host, certified business and life coach, Stefania Rigo, as she brings you stimulating conversations with women who lead in business in their community. And as she gives you the wisdom you need to help shape the future of society and our planet. Now here's your host, Stefania. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. This week in the Transformational Tidbits section, I'll be sharing about the importance of celebrations. That's coming up later. First up is the Lead Without Limits featured guest interview with Pam Herr. Pam is an entrepreneur and a health coach who has lived an inspiring journey of self-discovery and now fuels her passion to help others. Like so many of us, she turned her health hardships and challenges into lessons and learnings that changed her life. Now she lives her true purpose in helping others achieve optimum health and live a high quality life. Pam, thank you for being here today to share your story with the audience. Thank you so much for having me. What a, what a privilege. I feel honored to be here today. Thank you, Pam. We're going to have fun. So I know from knowing your story that in your late 40s, you had the first of several big transformational moments. Would you tell the audience what happened? Sure, I'd be happy to. Well, I was uh, at one point in my life a single mom, and I was a paralegal, and that came with a whole lot of hours. I'm no longer a single mom. Thank goodness I have a wonderful marriage. But uh, in my um, 30s, I became a paralegal, and I worked uh, between 50 and 70 hours a week. And when you do that, you tend to not take care of yourself. You take care of your children, you take care of your family, but you keep putting yourself on the back burner. Well, it eventually will catch up with you. And so in my uh, 40s, um, I, I had some issues. I went to the doctor, had the test run, and basically were said, you know, take better care of yourself, eat better, get some exercise, the generic, you know, the same thing. I got read on the internet, I'll be honest with you. Not a lot of answers. I was like, really? Okay, fine. You know, go home, rest for the weekend. You'll be fine. Uh, But that wasn't uh, the case at all. So in my late 40s, almost 50, because it was one of those moments, in fact, I'm 59 now. I'm having some of those conversations again. Okay, what does 60 look like? So at 49, it was like, what does 50 look like? And I decided that 50 was not going to include uh, being in corporate America anymore, not working 60 plus hours uh, a week to build someone else's dream. And in the meantime, compromising my health. And so I made a huge decision uh, along uh, with my husband and we decided to take my health more seriously. Um, I got, you know, I, I was doing better. I was walking more. I was, I was 
I was doing pretty well. But the first thing was I had to decide was money more important than my health. And that wasn't the case. And so I was raised by a very strong entrepreneur. I read my first uh, Ogmandino book when I was 16. And so had been around it all my life. And I thought, I could be an entrepreneur. I think I have that in me. So what if I give up corporate America and I choose to exercise my entrepreneurial muscles and also improve the quality of my life? So that's what I did. I walked away, did not have another job, shocked everyone. I did not tell anyone for six weeks that I had quit because I did not want other people's opinions. Oh, wow. Yeah, I wanted to uh, think, journal, pray, you know, get, find out, just first of all, I had to rest. I think I slept for two weeks, but uh, just rest (laughs) and find out who, what, 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 what's next? What happens when you turn 50? Does it make more sense? You know, what, what do you want to do? And I started exploring options, found a wonderful option um, in direct sales, loved it. I love relationship marketing. I, I love relationships. So it was a fantastic uh, a fit. And again, I could hear my mom in the background and I would talk to her occasionally um, telling me, you know, yeah, do this, do that. Cause she was very, very successful. And so I thought she can do it. I can do it. And so I did love the quality of my life. Everything was going great. However, I did not learn how to eat properly. I did not learn about nutrition. I just didn't eat a lot of junk. I didn't eat terrible things, but I really didn't eat, um, I didn't understand nutrition at all. So unfortunately, when I was 54, uh, my body decided, okay, we're gonna make you listen. <laughs> and so I went from spending the day with my husband all day, the day, the Saturday before Father's Day, to in the emergency room on Sunday. Wow. You know what strikes me? I, I'm, I'm thinking back right now at how a long time earlier, you'd gone to the doctor and he'd said you need to take better care of yourself, but then he never really gave you the tools or practical advice of what you needed to focus on. And now you're talking about uh, you know, nutrition, he never really gave you direction, just sent you off with the generic doctor talk of take better care of yourself. Um, and, and that cost you, right, in the end, you, you now end up in the emergency room. Yes, it totally did. And that, thank you for saying that, because I've spoken to many women about this. If, what I learned is that if a doctor can't fix you surgically or medicate you, they're, that's the only help they offer. If you want good nutrition and good help, you've got to go find it for yourself. The generic, try this program, try, well, that one, then let's try that program, and named everything you see on commercials, so to speak. But it's not, it's not nutrition, it's not tools, it's not skill sets. Um, I never learned to eat correctly, ever. I didn't understand nutrition at all. And so, Although I wasn't bad to myself, I didn't understand how to help myself. And so, unfortunately, I, I ended up in the hospital, went to the emergency room, came home that Sunday, went back early Monday morning, and they came back in and they had uh, uh, done a CT scan of my, my body and said that every inch of your colon is inflamed. You're going to the hospital. 
And we asked the questions, what does that mean? I've never, I don't even understand this. And they said, well, we've got to rule out cancer. We've got to rule out Crohn's. We've got to rule out da, 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 da. a lot of ugly names nobody likes to hear. And I said, okay. And my sweet husband said, okay, I'll, I'll take her to the, you know, tell me which hospital. And they said, no, she's going by ambulance. Okay. That's the moment, you know, I'm really sick. Wow. We're not playing. This is, this is, this is serious. Let's pay attention. So I was in the hospital for five days. I had an internist, a GP. um, I had an infectious disease doctor. I had many, many, many tests run. The good news is they all came back negative, but I really, at the end of it felt like, okay, did we get any answers? I had a, a lot of medication. I had an IVN, had a very, very strong protocol that kicked my, I had to remove my IV and reset it every day. It was very, very strong um, just to keep me from going septic. But I did not still get any answers. Still did not get any answers. So once my head could clear up, the paralegal brain in me said, sister, you can do the research. Let's get some help here. And so I started researching. Oh, and then it was interesting. As I was leaving, my internist came in to let me go home. And she said, it was on a Friday, and I promised the moon, I'll do anything you say if I just don't have to stay here all weekend. And uh, I, I, really, I was like, firstborn, you can have you. I cannot stay here all weekend. And uh, I did. And one of the, two of the things that she said to me that stuck with me was, on your way home, drive through Walgreens or you know, a drugstore and pick her up uh, Gatorade and probiotics. And the entire time I was in the hospital, they never offered either one of those items to me. And my husband said, that's fine, I'll get it, but why hasn't she been receiving it in the hospital? They said, we can't prescribe it. Again, not giving you any tools, not giving you any help to help yourself. So we did. I, then I began to understand. I had never heard the word probiotic, I'll be honest with you, didn't understand it. Started investigating and learned how important important your gut health is, how important your nutrition health is, and I started learning. Um, Thank goodness, um, as I started doing that, I fired a couple of doctors and said, your services are no longer needed uh, because they're not helping me, and I'm not going to be a pincushion. I'm not going to be a test. You know, I'll, I'll agree to test, but I was getting no answers. So that seems a little silly at that point. So I found a nutritionist through a friend of mine who was phenomenal and did a lot of, he went back 10 years, as much blood work as we could get. And at that point he said, you have not been sick a year, around six months to a year. You've been sick six to seven years. And began to explain to me how I had abused my body with sugar, caffeine, and lack of of proper nutrition. I didn't eat, I ate very little protein, just didn't. So you were basically uh, an affluent, educated woman who had a family and lived in, you know, a modern society and you were malnourished, it sounds like. Completely malnourished, completely. You know, when they do all the blood work, because I've learned to ask those questions now, they're just looking for the, they're looking to make sure you're not diabetic, to make sure that some different markers don't show up for cancer, et cetera. But they're not looking at your nutrition levels. 
you have to seek that out for yourself. You have to ask them. You want, I don't want, I don't do the baseline uh, blood work anymore. I, I want a deep dive. I want to know where my uh, hormone levels are. I want to know where my vitamin D is. I want to know where my vitamin K is. All these things that support internal health. And so I got educated and then I also hired a doctor. My doctor now only treats 55 and older. And I remember going to her and her walking in and she said, you're not my typical patient. And I said, I know I've been in your waiting room. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, okay. I said, but the reason I'm here is I'm going there. I'm not going to go get younger. I'm going to get older. And I'm choosing to take responsibility for my health. I'm choosing to take responsibility for my nutrition. And if you will help me learn these skills and teach me and help me with this, I will do it. And so uh, she, I worked with her. I, she actually, I'd been recommended the um, nutritionist by a friend. Well, she told me about this nutritionist as well. well. That was my confirmation to do that. Now, what you also need to know, insurance doesn't pay for these things. If you of course not. Good point to bring up, Pam, uh, because at a certain point, um, we have budgets for shoes and clothes and mortgages and travel and entertainment and eating out and Starbucks. But a lot of us are reluctant to invest in our own health unless insurance pays for it. Mm -hmm. And as she said that to me, you have two options. I can send you to an endocrinologist and a rheumatologist, both of them. You're going to leave with a diagnosis and you're going to leave, leave, leave with a lot of prescriptions. Or would you consider a, a nutrition route? However, it's out of pocket and this is the way it's going to be. Came home, discussed all the information with my husband and he just said it's cheaper than a casket. That's what he said, that bluntly. He said, it's worth it. Let's get it done. And I spent almost a year between $1,000 and $1,500 a month. At one point, I was taking 80 supplements a day to rebuild my gut, uh, my gut system with prebiotics and my immune system. At one point, I don't know, I even shared this with you, but I couldn't fly for two years. I wasn't you could allowed not to fly? Why? Because recycled air, I could get any and all germs, and I had zero ability to fight. No immune system. No immune system whatsoever. I was, a, I was at sub-zero. And so they, they were, but the nutritionist gave me those tools. Just yeah, and, and so you invested in your health and you invested in your education. And what a wealth of education you got that now is foundational for the benefit your clients receive. Oh. Absolutely, because I can talk with someone. Uh, one of my favorite things with, with what one of the things that happened is that I learned how to read labels. I truly learned how to read labels. Um, if you can't pronounce it, think twice before you put it in your body. There's a little there's a little tip for you. Uh, if it looks like a science project, it probably is. Uh, so think about do you, do you really want to drink that? Do you really want to eat that? And so that's one of the things. The other is that um, I learned uh, how much how much sugar is in everything. No everything. kidding. Everything. Uh, and so as I was learning, he wanted me, uh, my nutritionist had a plan to eat that was very complicated. 
um, and hard. So you're you're running your household. You have children. (laughs) You're running your business, right? You're still running your business. Yes, I am. And now you've made a huge commitment in time and money to your health for an extended period of time. You said a year, right? Oh yeah. So it was 18 months before I could. I was actually, I would say, 100% functioning again. It was it was an 18 month journey. This level of commitment, this is why I see you as a leader. We're going to talk more about your leadership, which is clear to me. (laughs) But for me, if we can't lead in our own lives and the initiative you took, you could have just followed the traditional Western medical advice and you may be in a casket by now. We don't know. Um, But you took leadership. You stepped into a world you knew nothing about and you decided to educate yourself and invest in your health. And that is really the sign of a true leader. And you pushed outside of your comfort zone because I'm sure this was all overwhelming when you started off. Oh, um, totally. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I was raised in my grandmother. I was born in Alabama. And the only thing we do with a vegetable is fry it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, mean, I do like that fried okra, I have oh, to say. everything. <laughs> I mean, girl, you know. And so I, did, I was never raised with that. I was raised with a garden, but we fried everything. We, we did Including not- the green tomatoes. It, oh, totally fried green tomatoes. Are you kidding me? And so that was, and that was, I remember when the nutritionist came back and I had my, you know, had answered so many questions and really, I came back home one time and I told my husband, I said, he knows more about me and we've been married 20 something years. Like, oh my gosh. But I knew I was on the right path, even if it frustrated me or just frustrated me or just, okay, when are we going to get to this? When are we going to get some answers? Because I had, I'd been on this for over a year, looking for answers, digging for answers, determined I was going to get my health back, determined I was going to live a high quality life. Just not feeling good was not on the table, was not, is not the way I was going to live my life. And so when I went through that, I remember him coming in there in the room and said, okay, I have good news and bad news. I said, okay. He said, the good news is you're going to feel better because you can't feel worse. He said that to me. He said, second, you're going to learn how to eat like an adult. He said, you eat like a 10 year old. And I said, oh, okay. And he said, you don't eat anything of nutritional value. And as he explained it to me, I had to agree. And my education and how to, how to read labels, how to put a, a proper meal together with, the, with, there's no food should be off the table. No food. Like, you know, I, I mean, by that, I mean, carbs are not horrible. It's the high processed. Uh, protein is not horrible. It can be plant or meat. You know, or, or it, it could be things, but nothing, nothing, nothing should be off the table, including sugar, but not to the degree. Five grams of sugar a day for your brain to stimulate your brain, not 200 in that candy bar you ate, okay? There's really that much in a candy bar? There's, I don't know if it's 200. There's a lot. I, there's I, a lot, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, yeah. I'm, I'm sure there are days where many of us in this country eat 200 grams of sugar oh, and don't totally. even realize it. Totally. Because yeah. it's in ketchup. 
It's in mayonnaise. It's in everything. And so everything that isn't even considered candy or a sweet. Totally. I mean, it's 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 in bread. It's in milk. Okay. So when you do that, so what? I, so then that's when we start the process of okay, because his plan required eating at home all the time, never eating out. Well, my husband and I are now empty nesters. We don't. Our, our middle names go. We we want to go somewhere all the time. So he said, well, you can just go where you can cook. Well, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and I was like, no, I need a plan that works with all life. So again, I had to educate myself. And I would bring in things and we would read the labels and he'd say, you tell me why that's not a good fit. And I would say, okay. And I would read it and I, like the second time I was like, oh, this is off the table. It's the first thing is 25% sugar. It's off the table. So, uh, like I said, I learned a lot. I brought things to him. And then eventually, I actually had one other relapse about a year and a half later. Not to the extent of being hospitalized, but all the warning signals were there. And then we quickly, you know, just helped me get, get over it a little quicker. It was a whole lot like lot and that's And that can be good too, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're humming along and then the body has another reaction and it's another opportunity to fine tune the instrument, the instrument being the body, so to speak. I can only imagine how much your mindset, I know that your whole life and your family's life got changed with eating and what got put on the table and how it was prepared, but how you had to really change your whole relationship with yourself, your body and your mind through this journey. So tell me how that inspired you to take this journey and make it your passion towards helping others. Well, when I realized that there were options out there that were good, you just had to find them and you had to dig them out and and they could be simple. And so I went on a trek to find something simple and I went through six programs of investigating it and found one. It was simple, simple, open your mouth, put the food in, that's it. Uh, Actually, they had me at no supplements. She said, you just eat the supplement, it's in the food. I was like, I'm in, because I literally rattled. I took so many supplements. Uh, I felt like that's all I did. So I found this, and I mean, in a matter of a very, very short period of time, I went from could barely keep a bowl of potatoes down to I was eating protein. I was drinking protein. I was nibbling protein. Uh, And so my strength was coming back. It also, I don't know if you all know this, but when you don't have enough protein, it gives you, you have brain fog. You have bad brain fog. And so when you, sometimes when we think this and that, it, we need protein as women. It's, 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 we need it for our brain. And so. To focus, I, are you talking about for better focus, better clarity, better brain function? Yes, better brain function, just alertness, just not brain fog. And so all those things were lifting and lifting and lifting. And then I was just so excited and my coach, I have a coach because, you know, you and I both believe in this. If you really want to succeed, you give yourself a good coach. Uh, and, I, and I found a coach. And then she said to me, I'd like for you to consider being a coach. And I was like, what? Like, I'm a ding dong. I'm learning. She said, awesome. She said, look at all that you've learned. Do you think it would help someone else? And I said, oh, yeah. She goes, would you, have, would you like to have had someone like you in your life? walking this out with you. And I said, well, yes, 
She said, did, did, when you brought me in, did it help? Yes, she said, please, coach. I said, let me talk to my husband. <laughs> and I did. I love it. The rewards are amazing because I keep it as simple as I can. And there is nothing better than getting on the phone with someone and talking to them every week and hearing the excitement. I'm sleeping through the night. My legs don't creak. My knees don't pop. Uh, my hands aren't swollen any longer. Oh my gosh, I like, I can read a book again and not, not forget what I read because my head's clear. Uh, I feel better than I did when in my 30s, my 40s. You know, it's awesome. And so you get to, to do that and it's, and, you know, and I get compensated for it. So it's like, I, I love it. Yes, uh, and you're helping so many people. <laughs> Uh, with the same struggles you had to overcome. It's people so inspirational. Yeah. yeah. People are looking for help and do not know where to find it. Yeah, they just don't. You're not going to find it on Google. You can look up anything you want to. But when you decide uh, to partner with someone and, and have that accountability, again, we talk about, I, I, you know, I have a business coach, I have a health coach. Uh, you know, these things, it's, it, you need to partner with, you need a game plan. You know, when in football, the coach has the game plan. He's not one of the players. He has the game plan. So you need someone with a game plan. And then you want someone that doesn't give you a one size fits all. You need someone that will say, oh, let me, tell me what's going on with you. Okay, let's look at these things for you. It's not a one size fits all. Right. And, sure. and there is no magic pill. There just isn't. Um, I tried them all. Trust me, that's that was part of my problem is that I had just I substituted quick fixes for nutrition. There you go. So and important. I I no there are no quick fixes. There really, are, no are there in anything in life? Anything. So thank you, Pam. This was so yeah. inspirational and informative. I know that I, I have one question I always ask my guest. Okay. <clears throat> I know that our listeners are going to benefit if you share one key action step that they can implement right away. What would that be in regards to your health or nutrition or anything at all around what you do and talk about? Okay. I'm going to give you two. One of them is so awesome. Obvious. A bonus. Yeah, two. Okay. Water, 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 not fancy water, not sparkling water, not, Water, clean water, water. Drink minimum of 64 ounces up to half your weight in ounces. So if you weigh 200 pounds, you drink 100 ounces. Now, you're not going to start there, but, but your body needs, your skin needs it. Everything in your digestive system needs it. Water is your very, 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 very best friend. And I, and I mean just, just plain water. If you can't handle plain water at the beginning, squeeze a little lemon, squeeze a little lime in there. But try to get to clean, just plain water as soon as you can. Uh, that's the, the number one. Number two, track everything that goes in your mouth. Ah, like keep a food journal? Keep a food journal, track it. I have, I have one of those. If, you, some, if, you, if, you, if they would like one, I have a very simple one. You're going to be very, very surprised at what you put in your mouth as far as calories, as far as sugar, as far as caffeine, as far as fat. You're, you're not eating what you think you're eating at the end of the day if you just keep track of here. 
Right, right. And I kept a food journal, so I know exactly what you're talking about. And so much of the time we're eating unconsciously. We're not even, you know, we, we're picking it up and putting it into our mouth uh, while we're working, while we're thinking, while we're driving with no concept by the end of the day, what we have actually put into our body. Yep. Yeah, and also the portion. I mean, we're not tracking that at all. Like the portion, the portion sizes in restaurants, the portion sizes anywhere. If we track, we're going to be shocked. Yeah, we will be shocked. You're right. So I know that uh, there are some of our listeners out there that are want to go, going to want to reach out to you and learn more about you and your business. So first of all, can you tell us the name of your business? And uh, give us, I know you're very generous. You brought an offer and a call to action for the audience. So tell us how they can reach you, contact with you, get in touch with you, your name of your business and what your uh, offer is. Okay. Well, I have a website, my name, PamHearn.com. We kept it simple. And then I'm also on uh, Facebook, Pam Lee Hearn, which is my maiden name. Uh, Pam Lee Hearn, H-U-R-N, being my last name, uh, in case you're listening to this and it's not in front of you, different spelling, but everything. I'm on uh, Instagram, Pam Hearn, uh, all, all one word. I'm on Facebook, Pam Lee Hearn, PamHearn.com. Yeah, those are the best way. DM me, message me, any of the things, uh, and I answer every single one of them and read every single one of them. To come will be a new YouTube channel, and it will also be PamHearn.com because I'm going to be sharing healthy recipes and cooking them. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And then my offer that I have is that anyone that wants it, I have a 10 zones of health. And it's a really good uh, document to look at where you are, like give yourself a one to 10 on all 10 of these items. Where am I and where do I need to improve? You might be a two on something and a 10 on something. And that's going to give you, start building you a blueprint for a better life and better health. Fantastic. And how can they get that? So they can email me, Pam at PamHearn.com. They can send a request through my website, Facebook, Instagram. Great. And I want to make sure to respell Hearn, uh, H-U-R-N-N as a Nancy. Yes. I know you said it, but I think there might have been a short bleep in the in the okay. sound. And yeah. I want to make sure everybody gets it. Yeah. Again, Pam, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. You're so much fun and so much energy. And by the way, earlier when you spoke of skin, the audience can't see you. They can only hear you. But ladies, you should see how beautiful, translucent, clear, and wrinkle-free <laughs> Pam Hearn skin is. So drink that water, follow her advice. Yep, that's true. <laughs> Thank you, Pam. <laughs> hey, everyone. I'm Stefania Rigo, the host of the Lead Without Limits podcast. And this is the Transformational Tidbits segment. Today, I'd like to explore the importance of celebrations. No, I'm not talking about holidays, birthdays, and anniversaries, although I do love any excuse and opportunity to celebrate. Today, I'm specifically referring to celebrating the small daily wins in our professional and personal life. I'm such a believer in the power of positivity 
that I view daily celebrations as a healthy practice and an important part of self-care. At the beginning of my coaching sessions, I ask my clients, what is a celebration, big or small, you can share from the past week? There are four main reasons why I ask this question and why I believe it is important to pause, acknowledge, and celebrate our small wins. Number one, success builds on success. So you climb the ladder of the small wins all the way up to the big wins. We do this one small step at a time. So celebrate each small step. Number two, acknowledge the small wins and build optimism and positivity. So when you're feeling overwhelmed, this is a super important practice. When you're feeling overwhelmed, pause and focus on what you have accomplished and lean into that feeling to recharge. Move away from the negativity, acknowledge those small wins, and again, build the optimism and the confidence in yourself. Number three, celebrations fuel your passions. And who doesn't want more passion in their life? Let me ask you that. Number four, celebrations reinforce what you have learned and masters, mastered. So celebrate the lessons. Here's a challenge, a call to action. This week, each evening, pause and acknowledge one small win from the day and celebrate it. Hey, you can do a fist pump. You can dance around the room like no one is watching. You can journal it. You can reflect on it. You can share it with someone. Do that daily. Find the gold in every day. Before you know it, you will be celebrating your big dreams becoming a reality and those big celebrations are the top of the ladder. I hope this episode has brought you value. If you'd like to connect with me personally, please go to my website at www.stefaniadego.com and click on the calendar. Let's have a conversation. You can also find me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn as Stefania Rigo, Stefania Rigo Business Coach, or Stefania Rigo Coach. Have a fabulous celebration of your small wins for today. joining us for this episode of Lead Without Limits. Each week, we bring you stimulating conversations with women who lead in business and their community. If you would like to listen to or download other episodes of Lead Without Limits, go to EWNpodcastNetwork.com. This podcast is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most other major podcast sites. Until next time, remember that as leaders, we have the power to shape the future of society and our planet. We hope you make use of the wisdom you've gained here today to lead without limits in your own life.
Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? <laughs> I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating $1 million in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Calling all speakers. eWomen Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help 1 million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.